This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The 10th of January 2022. This is the first show of this year, and uh, things are warming up behind the scenes somewhat. Somewhat. We'll go into that very shortly. This program is sponsored by Boyle Sports, principal sponsor of Birmingham City Football Club, and also M.A. Riley, French Polishers, and of course, Scott Company. Um, I'll get that right every week, don't I? <laughs> Practice makes perfect. Uh, you know, I've got to keep. I've got, I've got a way to go. I've got a way to go, Craig. Yeah. <laughs> We're joined tonight by uh, Mr. Rove himself, Mark Andrews. Adams, welcome to the show, sir. Hello, everybody. <laughs> hope, uh, hope everybody's New Year started all right. Blues aside. Um, marvellous. Uh, Alan Watton, who's joining us all the way from down south with a very bad back, so we'll go careful on him tonight. Not. <laughs> good evening, everybody. <laughs> from myself, good evening. And, of course, Craig Courtney. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Hipkiss is off tonight to uh, play football, we believe. Play football. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and of course, the host of the show, Mrs. Brown herself. Good evening. <laughs> Joined by a megastar. This man I've really wanted to meet all my life. I talk about him so much, as you all know, and I can never tire of talking about him because it's all to do with my very first game of blues. This is a moment. I'm sorry I can't come and shake your hand, buddy, but, you know, without, I, I bet it's a bit warm with that cup of tea in it, isn't it, really? Yeah, beautiful. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, somebody I've spoken about for many, many years, Tony Wands. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Have you got any money? <laughs> well, you know, you don't beat about the bush, do you? I mean, that was that was a dire, abject performance on Saturday. Make no bones about it, right? It wasn't acceptable. Um, losing Sarkic, massive blow. Um, down to 10 men, another massive blow. And we're out of the cup to Plymouth Argyle, ladies and gents. Plymouth Argyle, take that in. Right, this almost feels as bad for me as when we got stuffed out by Kidderminster Harriers. Kidderminster Harriers, who did very well the weekend. Well done, Kidders. Um, you know, beating Queen's Park Rangers, wasn't he? No, Reading. Yeah. Reading. Reading, yeah, Reading. Yeah, they yeah. yeah. don't they? But, um, you know, uh, Kitty always seems to have a good run in the cup, <laughs> for yeah. one reason or another. Bless them. Um, right, OK, so we are going to start the show tonight by kind of trying to disseminate what went on Saturday. Craig, you weren't there, were you? I wasn't there, but I watched it on the television. You watched it on the TV. So, Mark, you were there. You were uh, yeah. you were there. I, I couldn't go because of uh, isolation rules, because uh, the old wench said the Rona. Um, <laughs> coughing and a splutching all over. I set her a tent up over the bus stop. So, it's a good show. She's not there. She's oh, listening. No. She's in the kitchen. Oh, listening. Talk, yes. She's in the, in the kitchen listening. <laughs> I you love her, really. Kitchen woman. 
<laughs> Where she belongs. So yeah, absolutely. With them um, mop feet, mop feet. Mrs. Mop feet. That's what we're going to call her. <laughs> you, were there. You, you were there, Mark. Give us a bit of a rundown yeah. on what, what you you know, especially try and concentrate on 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 the crowd's reaction as well. Well, I mean, pre-game, I must admit, pre-game, I think it was a little bit of a stronger lineup than I thought it would be. I mean, when that team lineup came through, I thought, you know, he's mm. taking it semi-seriously. Mm. Um, strong, strong I think we all were seeing that line. I knew it weren't going to be a big crowd or nothing like that. Um, but what followed after that was two hours of the most appalling, mundane, it's almost like rock bottom. Uh, it was that bad. Uh there's hardly any positives from it. I think, but Bellingham coming on to get a bit of game time was, was quite good to see. Um, with the crowd itself, I mean, dare I say at the end, there were a few whispers, a few um, dis, uh, disenchanted voices actually calling for Mr. Bowie to go. I haven't heard we, that. But what, what have we replaced him with? Huh? Sorry, He's got I the mean, club at yeah. art, Mark. You know, that's you know. Yeah. I know, I know. Talk with us. We mm. saw what his face was like when we beat West Ham at, at yeah, St Andrews. Yeah. You know, running towards the, t- the, the corner of the of, of the, the, the Tilton and the, and the main stand there, beaming. That bloke has got Birmingham City running through his yeah. blood. There is something fundamentally wrong at our football club from the top. Well, he came he came over at the end, Nick, to, in the, over to the Tilton, and he, he looked yeah. absolutely... Obviously, he's just lost the game, but he, he looked absolutely broken. Um... And I, do, I, and I do think a lot of the senior players who play do have to take a look in the mirror. It was mm. left to the kids to carry the fight. That's not right. There's no performance. Yeah, the kids were left to carry the, the you know, carry the fight. I mean, that's encouraging for the future, but, you know, that... that, that... Look, uh, I know we've had issues with COVID, with injuries. With, uh, you know, nothing's gone quite our way since Lee Bowie came in. Um, uh, 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 but you've got to have you've got to have strength and depth. You've got to have a squad where you mm. can fall back on players in times like this. And we don't seem to have that strength at all anywhere. Like, no. No, look, I do agree with you. The, the youngsters, sixteen-year-olds, seventeen-year-olds, you know, prodigies. They're obviously going to go on to bigger and better things than Birmingham City Football Club, and that is an absolute shame. It is. I mean, in some ways, in some ways, Nick, it was almost like going back in time to the to the mid to late eighties. You know, small crowd, not much of an atmosphere, kids having to be chucked on. And I thought, is this nineteen eighty six or eighty seven again? You know, and 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 at the end of the day, it was. I wanted. We all wanted a cup run. Over the weekend, we've seen all you know fans going ballistic, getting through to the draw, and all this mm-hmm. lot. And I'd love some of that. So, no, who have Plymouth Argyle banged as well? Huh? Yeah. Chelsea. I mean, what an opportunity for Birmingham City to earn some dollar. Chelsea. Mm. Huh? Yeah. But it's the usual, you know, not bothered, out the first attempt and, you know, back to the league. So, mm. no, it was just it was just shocking, absolutely shocking, awful. Mm. Right, we've had a bit of breaking news while we've been uh, warming up backstage. Craig, could you enlighten us as to the uh, the collective Facebook post that they put out about six or seven minutes ago, just in case nobody's seen it? Are we ready? So, ladies and gents, in short, you will have seen that there has been some uh, speculation and rumour around uh, Tom Ross and an announcement that he, he placed on social media 
in regards to a player being contacted um, in regards to the club. So the announcement that was made is been sitting on this for a while due to the secrecy, but since Tom Ross has broken the news, then we feel obliged to follow it up. Mark Ward was approached by a consortium of interested wealthy people to try and find a British club that they could invest in and build up. Mark suggested Birmingham City as a good option, but that was before they found out the issues involved in acquiring the club from our ownership and its mess. Though we are only one of a few that they have taken interest to, the consortium, which isn't English-based, may be the most difficult area for us to be purchased in. But on the plus side, they are not the only interested party. The hardest part is getting BSHL to part with us, which will be far from easy. Never say never is our favourite motto, or if you prefer, keep right on. And that was announced by the, the collective on Facebook about 24 minutes ago. Interesting, very interesting. Um, going to bring our, uh, our guest in, um, Tony. Was it like this back in your day? Or didn't you get to hear much about what was going on in, in you know, upstairs and in the offices? No, you didn't hear anything looking back. Not back in the early 60s and 60s. It, uh, I couldn't even tell you who the board were, <laughs> what their names were when I was at Tottenham. You only knew the manager and that was it really and, and the trainer and etc. And the rest of this, the, the ground staff really, that was it. Is that, was that better, do you think, than it is now? Uh, I don't, the game's changed so much now. It's, uh, it's very money orientated in every shape and form now. Uh, assistant this and assistant that and mm. there's that many different jobs now that, you know, I, I'm not saying what I prefer but it seemed a bit bit easier to understand. It's a bit like VAR and offside rules. It's difficult now, isn't it, you to understand how it works. <laughs> it was quite simple in the old days. If you was offside, you was offside. Yeah. And that was it. End of story. Didn't take a genius back then, did it? No, just just to put your flag up, didn't you? But they can't even do that now. Mm. <laughs> I mean, from what, what seems to be coming through, uh, you know, owners of the problem from Adam Walsh, uh, God blimey. Guys, the studio are mega loud compared to Zoom. Chris Brown, did you sort that one out from Alan Wilkes? Um, all about the financial situation. Mike Ashley, somebody's, somebody's mentioned Mike Ashley. I don't think I'd want Mike Ashley anywhere within five miles of Birmingham, let alone the club, uh, to be honest with you, what, uh, what, what he's done up at Newcastle. Um, I, don't know, I don't know what the... Uh, we haven't got the answers. We don't know, do we? Uh, what do we do, Craig? What do we do? I mean, people are talking about Mike Ashley going to, to Derby. Um, oh, yeah. It's, I agree, I, w- I wouldn't want him at the club. However, if he could form a consortium with people to come in and he wasn't a sole shareholder and the owner of the club, then he's got a proven record of getting clubs out of trouble. Um, he's got a proven record of getting them promoted. Problem is, he doesn't like spending the money like our owners at the moment. So does it get us anywhere? I don't think you were any better off. We need a consortium of blue blood. We need somebody to re-inject that love and passion for the club back into us. I mean, following on from that, Craig, people have mentioned um, the likes, you know, Trevor Francis, Jasper Carrot, and so on. I don't realistically think they can afford as rich as they are. In, in, all, in, all, in all respects to both of those guys, yeah, I think they both have their day in football now. Um, not being disrespectful to either Trevor or, or Jasper, but like they're old blokes now, aren't they? Mm. 
You know what I mean? Yep. You want some, you want some young, inspiring, somebody with attitude, somebody with a bit of gump, somebody with a bit of, like, who ain't, who ain't afraid mm. to put the boot in occasionally. Um, because what we've got at the minute is it's just, it's just wishy-washy. It's terrible. We don't know when the stands opening. I mean, we're a championship football ground, second biggest city in the country. We can't even open a football stand for crying out loud sake. And wow. you look at it, and yeah, that Arthur Snag in the middle there is absolutely beautiful and poignant. But, but the, the rest of it is just a shambles, an absolute diabolical shambles of a football club. Mm. It really is. I, I don't know if anybody... Did anybody read um, uh, Dan Ivory's piece today? I haven't read it yet, no, but I will do. Uh, I don't know if you read it, Craig. It's, it's a quite, fantastic quite piece. It's a good, good piece, yeah. Good I, piece. I echo every sentiment that he put in there. Um, okay, just, um, just, just, just kind of highlight what, what, what he's getting at there, then, buddy. He's... he's it, in short, saying how the club, not just with fans, but in general, is numb. And mm. the people are now at the point where they're beginning to turn away from the club. Um, and you, I, I've seen it in the comments that we get through the show, but also from other sites where people are like, we're not going back. Mm. Um, COVID stopped people from going. There was an excuse. That is... I'm not saying it's gone, it hasn't gone, but people can go to the game, but now they don't want to go because of what's happening with the owners. And it's um, it's a very sad time. I guess I felt so disgruntled myself. Not, I wasn't there, but I felt so disgruntled on Saturday and angry over the performance. And yeah, I've got to say, I watched the, the Birmingham ladies yesterday. Those, those ladies, bottom of the league, hadn't won a game, showed passion, showed promise. Yeah desire, everything we want the men to do, they showed. And they, they, they turned Arsenal over yesterday. It was almost opposite to what it should have been. Arsenal top, Birmingham bottom, it was like the other way around. And if our men's team could do the same, we wouldn't be in this position and we would be drawing people back, not yeah. pushing them away. Roy, OK, we'll change tack a little bit then for a while. Because um, we've got Tony once in the studio. I'd like to get to know you a little bit more. Tony, have you enjoyed your cup of tea? Absolutely brilliant. Chris, right. when's the next one? <laughs> oh, Bring sorry. your toast over in a bit. <laughs> right, Tony, as I was saying earlier, um, I never got to see you on my first game because uh, you'd had your leg broken up at Newcastle the week previous. Um, uh, but I remember my dad, as I say, taking me up that Coventry Road and saying, this could be a bit noisy, it could be a bit of an hour here today because like, the fans were a bit mad that you got your leg busted. Um, how much of an impact did that have on your career? Uh well, I suppose a fair bit. I was out for the best part of 10 months or whatever. And uh, the only good thing was, back in training, uh, it was a, the season had finished, and so I had the summer to get to get myself fit. And uh, I managed to be able to go to America for three months and All play. Right. Yeah, it's just solid football for three months and come back. And when the season was about to start, the following season, Freddie, who was manager at the time, Freddie Goodwin, he just said, like, rather than go up and down, up and down, that sort of thing, and tackling and that, he played me in the middle at the back. And to be honest, after that, a uh, little bit of success-wise, it's probably the best few years we had through the mid-70s. We had the bragging rights for the best part of three years. Mm-hmm. And so, that, yeah, it, it, it could have been good in that way. In other ways, uh, no, not really, because you're out for a long time and you're a bit... A bit like isolated, really. You're on your own, 
But uh, no, he did have a difference in Macedon because I ended up playing in different positions and that. So right, okay. Well, what uh, what part of America did they send you off to? Well, back then, uh, yeah, I had the option. It was Philadelphia, and uh, right. as I say, it was only the three months, and then straight back. But um, I eventually went out there with Fred uh, about seven, seven or so years later, and that, but that was in Minnesota, in the Midwest, and mm. I was out there for nearly five years. Mm. Okay, so explain to some of our youngsters, Tony, what it was like to be a player in front of the cop and the Tilton when it was uh, back in the day. Well, I think back then, I don't think you just listening to the lads speaking about it earlier and that, I, I don't think it, we won't see those days again mm. because, hey, it was standing and, and you, they really were packed, the, the stands were packed. We always had fantastic crowds and you always had volume. So, in a way, it was almost worth a goal at home sometimes. Mm-hmm. I suppose a bit like Liverpool are at Anfield. Not so much certain clubs, but for Blues it was as well. And teams never really liked to come and play there. Um, no. You know, it, it wasn't a give me sort of game. They, they didn't like playing. And also, uh, Blues at the time, I would say, were the best, one of the best away supported clubs in the division mm-hmm. as well. Because, wow. you know, I've been to places away from home with them when you could hear our crowd more than the home crowd. Oh, easily, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and we used to run I, football specials, though, didn't they, from New Street? And, you know, we'd all well, pile on the train and, you know, you'd, 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 you'd be hanging out the windows and screaming and shouting and going <laughs> mental. And, I mean, um, I, I don't know if that'll come about, like, as well. Until they... Well, they're going to try standing again, but not that we went any more disasters. We don't, but, you know... We're not likely to have it at Blues because no one's allowed in, are they, around that side? <laughs> just starting to open it. <laughs> Do you get too many games, Tony? Uh, yeah, I've been to a few this year. Uh, I don't go too many times because I'm not all, you know, I can't always go. But the uh, the most amazing was the first game of the season, Stoke, because it was the opening day and we no club had had a person in their crowd for a year. No. And then they couldn't open it because mm. it needed fixing. So they'd only had 11 months to do it beforehand, so I suppose they couldn't get a job done. I mean, does anybody know the state of what's going on? I mean, it's, it's like... No. It's, it's no. shameful watching no. it on the TV. Watching that on the TV makes my blood boil. Yeah. yeah it's, it's difficult. It's embarrassing. Well, it could only happen, really, to Blues. I mean, we've said it a few times, but, you know, whether they... The, light, the lights would go out or something. It always normally something would happen there, wouldn't it? And that, that's it. It's just mm. the way it is. You, you kind of get used to it in a way. <laughs> yeah. Right, Tim Faraday's chucked a question into the melting pot, Tony. Uh, hi, Tony. Were you in the team at my first game, 1975, at Stamford Bridge? We lost 2-1. That started my love affair with the Blues. Keep right uh, on, mate. 1975. Yeah. Um, Chelsea, 2-1 loss. It, it may, I may not have been reason being... Because when I broke my leg, it was in the October of 74. Mm. And I was out for the best part of the year. So I might have, that season, I didn't play much at the beginning. Uh, it was 74, 75, 76, 77, 78. Right. That, was, that was, but I'm, I virtually missed out on the whole of 75. Yeah. Okay, so that's that. Uh, one here from uh, Caroline McCarthy Guplin. Evening, everybody from Tenerife. 
<laughs> Lucky person. We hate her. We hate her. No, we, we all hate her. We hate her. <laughs> <laughs> uh, question to Tony. Did Tony uh, ever read the match reports in the Evening Mail or the Birmingham Post or the Pink? Uh, and did you care what the press ever had to say? Oh, that's Dom Kavanagh, that is. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, it used to be the uh, <coughs> the Argus, didn't it, back the in Argus the day, I think? Argus, yeah. And the guy on the radio, who was that? Who they, we, they used to phone in after the game. That's uh, our friend Tom, isn't it? No, not, not Tom Tommy Ross. No, no, no oh, Tommy. No, um, well, was it Mr. Tony Butler. Butler. Tony yeah, Butler. that's it. Tony Butler. Butler. It was him. <laughs> On your mic. He, he, he used to just get rid of him if he didn't want to listen to him. Oh, go home and put the phone down oh, and job yeah, down. Yeah, he says it as it was. No, but um, yeah, we, the Argus was a thing, wasn't it? Yeah, you always read it, I suppose. Just, uh, But uh, you can't take too much of it in, I suppose, with newspapers because you all see, you see the... Everyone sees the game different, don't you? You know, you, you normally know. You don't need telling if you've had a really bad game and you don't need patting on the back too much if you've had a good one. No. I think you'd know. Yeah, question but, um, from Dean Maddams. Uh, best player Tony ever played with and against? Uh, well, this, the best player at Blues would, have had, would be uh, Trevor. Um, and it, obviously there, there was a few really good players at Tottenham. Um you know, back in the Jimmy Greaves days. and But there was also phenomenal players out in America. That I think so many Europeans were going out there in 78 that you literally had the lot out there. I mean, mm. everyone from, like, Beckenbauer, Cruyff, Neeskins, uh, all, the, all the Dutch players, all the German players. It was unbelievable how many were playing out there. But they were all probably past their sell-by date, admittedly, but they could still play. But uh, yeah, Trevor, Trevor uh, Blues, I think goes without saying, because he was uh, he was so quick, um, and he and he was young at the time. He he was phenomenal, really. And uh, but played against, I don't know, really. There's there's all, in the old days of the wingers, the worst winger to play against then, and although he never did great for England, was Peter Thompson. Wait. But he played he played outside left. But um, for Liverpool, in the days of Callahan and Thompson, but he no no fullbacks used to like having to play one on one against him because uh, he used to take you to the cleaners most of the time. But um, but foreign players, there's count, there's so many, and they they're all phenomenal players. And the players we had over here, like George Best and players like that. Um, See, I'm, I'm 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 very lucky because like I can remember them players coming to Birmingham City, you know. Yeah. Uh, and playing our stadium, um, you know, the, the youngsters, that's why I was trying to get you to say, you know, about what the, the, the player's perspective was on the pitch, uh, because we just haven't got that kind of atmosphere, we haven't got that aura about the place anymore. Mm. Um, and it's all gone, you know, incredibly sterile. And, um, you know, to see players like that, Bobby, Jack, Bobby and Jack Charlton walking out onto St Andrews, you know, what, what an absolute honour. Yeah, yeah. And well, for, for you to play against people like that. Well, you wow. don't think. I mean, as a kid, I went, I used to go each week, I'd go to watch football, and it was Tottenham one week for, with, the, with the kids who were Spurs supporters, and it was Arsenal the next if they were Arsenal supporters. But you saw all the players that you knew and you'd heard about when you were 10, 11, you managed to see them, which, which when you're really young, you remember. I mean, my favourite player then was Dennis Law when he came back from Italy because mm-hmm. he... He had all the 
<laughs> the movements about him. And we've all got our favourite players, but that he was the first one who kind of had an impact on me. And like you say, Bobby Charlton as a player. Um, but there was a few as well. We've had we've had some good English players, mm. and uh, luckily I never thought I'd ever play with the likes of Jimmy Greaves. It just happened, you know. And that's mm. it's just a dream that comes true, isn't it? You know. Tony, but, uh, sorry, sorry okay. Tony, did you play against um, Pele? No, well, when I went out there, Pele had just literally hung up his boots and he um, he used to do, like, uh, what what do we call it over here? He, he worked on behalf of the club. He was at New York Cosmos. Yeah. yeah, he was like an ambassador for the club. And um, I, I did manage to... Uh, I went to a function and he was there and we had to just say a couple of words... And we used to have to carry all these uh, postcards or pictures of yourself to, you know, to give to the people. And so I just had a, my son was born out there, so he's in his 40s now, but he, he was born in about 1979 while I was out there. And Pelly had this picture, a black and white picture, and I said, could you sign your picture, your, your picture for me, for my son? And he put on it like to James, like all the best yeah, Pelly, really? like, you know. So really? he went right. So I said to him, "Do you want mine?" A <laughs> 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 little postcard, you know, like from the beach, lot. Like. <laughs> he went, "No, you're right, mate." <laughs> <laughs> oh, but but yeah, he was not. He was always oh, well, nice as a, a guy, like. But I, no, I was unfortunate. Never played against him. He he hung his boots up by then. I did, yeah, yeah. I, did, I did. I did see him in 1975. I think it's mm. 75 he came to St Andrews, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, he did. He, he, he yeah, yeah. He, he played at Villa as well. Did, did I say Villa? Give uh, me a smack. Give me a smack. What did we it's say right, we just, I've just had a dig in the ribs for that. I'm sorry. Nothing, Mr. Want. You've just had your last cup of tea and all, pal. Oh, no. <laughs> well, it's, the cup's already gone <laughs> off the table. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. Can you someone recollect just a quick word? Um, mm. Craig, I think we need to really um, address the, the elephant in the room, I think I say, isn't it? Regarding what we are going to do and what we've been doing mm -hmm. today uh, regarding getting an extra show in. Yeah, so we've been talking, um, uh, people talking to their people, as they say, <laughs> yeah. with the Blues Trust. Um, and what we want to do is uh, we're looking to put a show together and we'll confirm some dates. There will be a Q&A session with the Blues Trust, where it will be, and others, it will be very open. It will be an opportunity for people to shout questions around what are the Trust doing, then tell us the work that has been completed. Um, but also, it's an opportunity for people to air their feelings in more detail that perhaps then we can get to the club with. Um, we all know there will be an upcoming forum for fans and perhaps from this show we can take questions with the aid of the trust towards taking that forward so watch out for more details but we are planning something where everybody will get an opportunity can to it, have can a I, say can i also say that the, the, the people that are going to be on this show are people that know um a bit more than like what we do we do <laughs> right so it's not just the trust we can't go into great details yet because we can't go those, into, those, those no we're we're about we're, we're about to. We're about ninety percent there, ninety ninety five percent there, with some with some brilliant guests who know what they're talking about. So watch out for that, guys, because that will 
be an absolute belter. And as Craig has said, you've got your opportunity to ask your questions. Right? I'll have my opportunity to ask my questions. As will Craig, as will anybody else and everybody else that is on the show. And when I say on the show, if your name shows up on that shout box, you're on the show. That's it. Okay? So... Watch out for that. We are do, we are doing stuff in the background, but we can't go into great detail as to, as to what, where, and why. Okay. Um, Tony, Tony, Tony. Uh, Jason McDonald, if Tony could give a message to Blues team now, what would it be? Keep right on. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's a difficult message because I've not been in a position of ever uh, managing teams or anything, but I think what looking at it really from the from the beginning of the season, like we we just do miss having a leader, someone who's who's got a little bit of fire in them, and um, like like players you all know who, who have been there and and they can put their fists up and and you know even if it's not going too well for them on the pitch at the time, they never change. It's the way they are, and those those players are, are few and far between. But we drastically need we need somebody like that in the team first and foremost, and they don't come along. That's what I'm saying. They just don't come along every day, and that's the difficult thing. Now I do appreciate that all teams need money to buy, but the price is now extortionate for, for players. That's why, you know, we've got so many foreign players coming in because they can get them cheaper than it costs for the local English lads. Virtually now the way it's going, so I, I just. As far as the players go, when you go out, it's just the pride of playing. They're, they're not they're not playing just for themselves. They're playing for their mates and they're playing for the crowd. And the crowd, the crowd uh, love love the Blues so much. And until you've, you, they must know that you know because when they get, when they're behind you, they're really behind you. You know, mm. and that, like I say, away from home as well. It's not just at home. They've had a phenomenal following away from home. Uh, well, it, it used to be, especially in the 60s and that, and 70s. And even the the game at the Millennium in the final with Liverpool, you couldn't hear the Liverpool sports compared to the Blues. There's no comparison. Off the scale, also. Off the scale yeah, wouldn't it? Yeah, you know, you'll never see the likes of that again. Well, yeah. you will. <laughs> but, you know... You, Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right no 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 it's, it's a bit of good news <laughs> no it, but um no let's hope we can replicate that but they've been a sleeping giant for too long now i think blues it's just you know, um said at the beginning of the show though Tony, second biggest city in the country bears the name of birmingham yeah it, 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 it just defies all knowledge that some Super rich Manchester City owner or something like that hasn't come along and said, you know what, I'm snapping that name up, I'm having it. We're yeah. Having yeah. yeah. But we get it. We, we, we've got, we've yeah, had it for a, years, haven't we? We're, we're a big city with a, you know, big, big population. Why aren't we, why aren't we packing out that ground? Now, as, as well, like you, some, or you mentioned it earlier, people, uh, are not turning up at times now, mainly because you, we all support teams as a kid, especially if it's your local team, and you normally support a team that you've either heard of a player or you've seen them and you want to go and support them, and they're there for the rest of your life then. And the older you get, and, and it's starting to get really difficult to watch, then you, you stop. Mm -hmm. I know some really staunch Blues fans who don't go at all now. 
Yeah. And it's, 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 it's a shame, and I know a few, you know. It's, and, a, real, it's a real, sorry to jump in, Tony, but it's, it has been a real chore now to go again. You do, yeah. it's in the blood, but it's not enjoyable, it's a chore. Like yeah. I say, when, when you're hooked on it, you can't mm. kick the habit. <laughs> People want to go and they just want to see where, you know, if they turn out on the pitch and they show pride, passion, and they sweat and blood for that shirt and that badge, yeah. but go and lose 3 0, as fans, we don't care. Now, well, but we're not seeing it. You, you're right, because the saying was back in the 60s the crowd love a tryer. Mm. And regardless, and there, there, there's been loads of bread and butter players but if they see you giving your all and you're getting your shirt dirty they they don't mind that and um okay it's more a di- little bit more difficult now you've got to be careful you, you can't tackle anybody i mean it should be called handball anyway not football because they use their arms more than their feet don't they you know you, they get more work with their hands than they do with their feet it's only the keeper that uses his feet now yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, Dean, <laughs> Dean Adams, sorry, Dean Adams has mm-hmm. posed a question. Which is the fiercest derby, Tony? Uh, the Birmingham derby or the Spurs Arsenal one? Well, without that, uh, Blues, Blues and Villa because um, he said it again. I said it again. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm on an hat trick. <laughs> You're on a yellow. As <laughs> long as I only get one yellow, not two. Otherwise, I'd be out of here, wouldn't I? <laughs> no, the uh, Blues. The, the, that was the thing when I first came. Is we don't care where we finish in the league. Even if we have to get relegated, we've got to beat Villa. Well, we waited a couple of three seasons before it was possible because. You know, Blues had come up from the second, Villa had come over in the third and come up to the second and into the first. So it was a long wait. But we did have a, albeit the very first one was at Villa Park. And we actually lost 2-1. And a father-in-law of mine, who, who's passed away long since now, bless, but he came and he's a he was a rank Arsenal supporter and he said, I have never seen an atmosphere like that. That was at Villa Park. Then we played the when the reserve uh, the return game a bit later in the season was at Blues. It was electrifying, and we actually won that game. And then we were lucky, not lucky enough. We were fortunate enough to win the double the next two years. So that first two, one, Tony, was was it three three two one two one the first was the, one was that the time when that was the, when they had. The Tilton Road, and they had all like pink and blue little balloons and all. Oh yeah, but, yeah, but, no, yeah, but they, that was the uh, home game. That was the second oh, was game. Yeah. yeah, but that was at Blues. That was free too. I that think. was my first derby. That was my very first. Oh, derby. that was free too. Yeah, just, it was phenomenal. The noise, just uh, look at that goosebumps, mate. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> no, I've got to admit, if if you're not fired up for that, if Blues could, it, I, I shouldn't say it because there were some great players in the team then. But if Blues could have gone out and every game was that game, I think we'd have done three times, four times better than what we did, mm-hmm. if that makes mm-hmm. sense. And you say, well, why should you get... How can you raise it for that game and not others? But there, there was an adrenaline rush when you played that game. It I'll just tell was... you why we raise it. I'll tell you why we as fans raise it as well. Because we sit here in June waiting for that picture list to come out. And the right. second it does, you're on it. When are we yeah. playing them at home and when are we playing them away? Football like this. Get down. Yeah. Them days are off. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Immediately. Oh, no. Massive, massive games. More so. Don't forget, Arsenal was known as the library if you was a Tottenham fan. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's the quietest place on the planet. So, 
you know, it was never really... It was a bigger game, Spurs against West Ham, than playing Arsenal, albeit oh. the closest two together, like, distance-wise. But, no, it's just the way it is. We're a Villa and Blues. Free, ask me that trick. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no more, no more them and us, for you. Them and us was no, the biggest. Go ahead, Kate, <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've already opened the door. He's going out by the window. In fact. I was going to bring you some toast now. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Stop, sorry. Don't bother getting this coat. Get it himself. <laughs> See you, Alan. Tony, yeah. uh, as, as someone who saw your debut for Blues, I probably saw you play for Tottenham as well. Um, how did that... There's a, uh, a book that was brought out called The Glory Game, which um, was a, a fly-on-the-wall uh, book about the Spurs season uh, the year before you came to us. And you got a mention on the last page, and it said, uh, Tony Wunt um, uh, has joined Birmingham. And, and it didn't explain uh, how that came about. It just said that you'd been sort of on the fringe of the team all year and decided you wanted to come to us. And... and how, how did that? How did it actually come about? Uh, the, the, the end of the '72 season, wasn't it? The, the yeah. week the week Blues came up and the phone That's went, right. and it was uh, it was Bill Nicholson saying uh, we've had Freddie Goodwin on the phone, and and he told me that they, that they wanted me to go up there and have a chat with them, and and he just said, you know, I think it's a bit unfair to you in a way, like you've you've been. And in them days, we only had one sub. I don't know if you remember. Yeah, yeah. And, mm-hmm. and we always... subs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Tottenham always had a forward at home and they normally had a defender away. Yeah. And there was one season, after season, I was a sub away from home. And we used to... We were on an appearance money to get your appearance. So someone like Cyril Knowles, who was playing for England as well at that time, I think, he would we'd be playing somewhere and he would give me a little wink with about 15 minutes to go. And if we were winning, like I'd go on, he'd, he'd come off, he'd limp off. And then I'd go on, get me appearance money. Well, one <laughs> night at Arsenal, we were two nil up. There's about 25 minutes to go. And he started winking at the box. I was going, no, you're right. Stay on for another 10 minutes. Like jokingly. And, uh, he came off and I went on and, and two minutes later, Arsenal got a corner, came over and, and there was a, a shot. It was all blocked and somebody knocked a rebound in. So it was 2-1. And then we had to sort of like hold out for 20 minutes and I, I, I seen him and I said, Cyril, don't you ever get coming off like that again. And he says, what's your appearance, man? <laughs> I said, I know. <laughs> well, the reason it, it, they, they tried so hard to do it for me, like, because... The wages then for the local lads was laughable, really. It was very poor. And uh, they wouldn't believe you now. You wouldn't believe me if I told you. But it, uh, And uh, at the time, when I was in, got in the first team in 67, after we won the cup, they had to make me money up to 20 quid a week. Because okay. that was a minimum wage then. So, and that, so that's what I'm saying. So I was on a decent appearance money, not mega money, but, uh, you know, more than what I was earning. So and that was how it was. So they used to mm. do that, but mm. you could never. I was never sub at home, <laughs> <laughs> so we we're going to get the appearance money then. No. But you, anyway, Tony, I went up to. You were the first first player we signed, as you say, after promotion, and you know we were used to buying people from Swindon and Carlisle and Bolton and whatever, um, mm. and 
suddenly we've we signed somebody from Tottenham. Wow. You know, you're you're the big name. And <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> to know that well, it's only on twenty quid a week, it's a bit of a shock. No, well that was when I was at Tottenham like but the um no, I came up and the, I went went and had a lunch with Freddie and and I said, well, I'll go go back and I'll think about things, you know. And he said, well, we could do with getting it over with because we're going to Italy in a couple of days on a, on a trip, on a tour, because the season was finished now. And uh, I ended up, I signed. And I went <laughs> I went back to me, and my dad was there. I said, Dad, I've signed for Birmingham. And the, the amazing thing was, at that time, when we all first got our pay packets, we was all get. They were all looking at their pay packets, all all under each other's noses, and they're going. They're like, how come I paid a shilling more tax than you? And how come you've got sixpence more than he has? And we were all on the same money. <laughs> 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 Everyone. <laughs> so there weren't no. You know, there was no top men there. It was one of them. Yeah. Oh, it was funny. But, but do take that in, people. Twenty quid. Yeah, twenty quid. Twenty quid. Oh no, that was only if you played. I weren't on that during oh, every right. other game. If I weren't playing, I weren't getting twenty quid. No, we back then. Uh, I played in the under nineteens, uh, the the England. We went on a tour and did the went up and down the country playing games, and then we went on the World Cup thing, and we had a few players and from London. One was like Trevor Brooking. Frank Lampard, that's Frank, who you know his dad, Frank's dad. Yeah. Um, Peter, Peter Shilton, who was a Midlands-type player. Uh, we had a lad from Charlton who was in their first team. And then we had Steve Kemper, who was at Crystal Palace, who was in the Crystal Palace first team. And every one of us was on £12.50. A week, every one. And, and all the kids from up north, like Brian Kidd, Joe Raw, and Colin Todd and all these, we had a really good team. And... Uh, they was all on about twenty two pound then. Oh, that's when we was like eight, seven, just on eighteen years of age. Oh, yeah, that's the truth. And I ain't got too much savings left. <laughs> well, that's 20 quid. Um, uh, Joe who said, Tony, want a great humour from you, mate, and you were a great servant to yeah. Blues. Absolutely. Are you, Absolutely. Are you, are you Blues Brothers on, a sh on the show? You're the salt of the earth and bring some light on a very dark time for Blues. Oh, Thanks a million. Thank you. Thank you. And you're, well, you're, you're well loved. You're well loved. Just though. to put it in perspective, it sounds rough, rough, uh, but you could buy a mini for four hundred pound, then Brandon. Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. Less Nicholas. than hundred. <laughs> 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 Nicholas Wellsbridge joined us. Uh, he's one of our um, deaf supporters, and uh, he's advertising the fact that it's his birthday. He's going to be fifty on the twenty seventh of January. Is he? No, no place to advertise a birthday, my friend. This no, is no he, place no. to advertise your birthday. Crikey, it must not looks, happen. He looks a lot older. He looks a lot older. What do people make of the McGree situation? Isn't that a strange one? Uh, Go on, Craig. Go on, Craig. Are you dying to say something, Craig? Go on. Uh, I'm just thinking it's... Uh, how much of it is paper talk? Um... Honestly, I you know if if I was put in a room and I had to sit with a journalist, or I had to sit with Lee. Uh, if Lee turned around and says he's going because he's going to contract and he's going to America, and you've got a journo that's saying no, he's going to Middlesbrough or Celtic, I know who I'd believe. And mm -hmm. 
I know money talks. It does, yeah. But two million pounds, if that is correct, number one is very, very cheap for a player that stood out in the championship. Um, and actually, for me, if I was Ryan McGree, I'd be thinking to myself, I don't want to be championship. I'd rather look at a, maybe a lower end of the Premier League team where I'm still going to get games, but I want to move to the top levels. I just, I, I don't know whether it's true. I can't see it. £22.50, wouldn't you, kid? So, what do you think of the... Uh, so, do you reckon he'll go to Celtic? It <laughs> would be the only logical place, wouldn't it? Yeah. Mm. The, 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 the manager's Australian, yeah. um, and he would be playing... I think that they're not in Europe anymore, are they? But he would be in 12, 12 months' time. 12 months' time, yeah. Uh, Middlesbrough, I mean, what? <laughs> why would he want to go there? You know, if he doesn't want to, if they won't let him stop here, why would they let him go to Middlesbrough? And the other thing I can't understand is this guy is halfway through a season, yet they want him to go and do a pre season yeah. for a month. He could have stayed with us for that month uh, and, and, and joined up. Okay, he'd have had to play some pre season games, but he'd been as fit as a, he'd been fitter than all of them. It does, it, that, mm. that, that bugs me. I mean, there's, there's, there's more to it, and, and this transfer talk makes me suspicious now that you know it wasn't just about contract. But as you say, it's the paper talk, but it's worrying that we're being dumped on basically. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. And if it's the difference between two million and you know, footing salaries, then actually, you've got a question. We, I know they say we've got no money, but we must have something in the pot. I mean. We went out and bought a striker for two million pounds who's been on loan, and he's out there not doing anything at the moment. So if we yeah. can do that, why couldn't we go after somebody yeah. like McGree? But just look at how much revenue we're losing though, week in, week out, because that stand isn't open. It's not just it's not just the seats on bums. It's the shirts. It's the pies. It's it's the yeah. beers. It's everything. We're I, I don't. Losing. I don't. I we don't are... know. I don't know. I don't know, Nick, because I mean, well, we've got to be leaking a fortune with it. Though, we, we 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 mentioned it. I think on one of the one of the groups today that I mean we weren't getting much more than that before the stands closed. Fill what we've got now. <laughs> if we can't fill what we got now, there's no demand for tickets. Therefore, no. you open it up, and we're not going to fill it. <laughs> not unless you charge a five or a pound every single game to get people through the door, and you'd probably still end up losing. Yeah. yeah I mean, to be honest, going back to the cup game on Saturday, I'd have done that. I'd have said, uh, you know. Kid uh, fiver, you know, yeah. across the board, across maybe the board, three yeah. quid, three quid even for season ticket holders. Yeah. We still only get about twelve, thirteen thousand, I think. I think so. Uh, was it was it was a yeah. good point here? He says, "Shoot me down," but he didn't agree. Only stand out because of how poor we are. Yeah, yeah, that's a probably, good point. probably yeah. right. Yeah, but he was, yeah. he was a good player amongst a lot of poor players. Me old mate, yeah. big thing VAR. They go sadly, yes. Um, Probably use the money we paid them for taking Monk and his team from Steve Portman. Uh, why? Why is it we can't just have some good fortune? Come on, this has been eleven years. <laughs> oh. We're Birmingham City, Nick. Have we, we don't have get we fortune. Ever know any different? We have no. We've known ninth in the Premier League. We've known the trip into Europe. We've known yeah. beating, mm. you know, the scum uh, in the quarterfinal, coming back from being. You know, probably out of that cup final against West Ham, the Ipswich game, you know, the Blues Villa games, all them go, you know, and the history of it all going on, like, you know, and it's just every single week we ain't got a good thing to say. I mean, can, can, Tony, going back to the FA Cup, you as a player, did you look forward to the FA Cup 
were you like a kid? Were you excited about the draw and, you know, gather around to watch it and stuff? Yeah, well, I think the FA Cup was, it was that and the league, it was even bigger than the league somewhat, in some way, because it was a thing that was on TV all day, all on the day, the final, every little, every kid knew about it, every adult who went to the football games knew about it, everyone wanted to go there and say they'd been to a Wembley final, and so we were growing up in that era when it, when that's what it was all about, but because of all these other things they've brought in now, and everything's to do with uh, more money involved by putting more different competitions and that. It's getting there that it's not, it doesn't mean too much to some of the clubs anymore. The if that makes sense. A five o'clock kickoff for the FA Cup final. Well, uh, I, don't, I don't see the logic in that, but there you no, go. No. But the day, the day, Tony, when we was kids, yeah, um, and I don't know how old you are, I was 60 on Christmas Day, I know I've mentioned it before, um, but that day was just so special. It didn't matter that your team wasn't in that cup final. You supported a team for that day, yeah, yeah. right? And you wanted your, you wanted that team to win as much as you'd want your own team to win it. That's what it was like for us when we were kids. And the build-up and the news, and they'd be going through the streets of the towns and the cities and that. And it was just, it was just amazing. It was, a, it was just undescribable. And for you youngsters that are watching this tonight, you'll never sadly experience that. No, that's, um, a, that's and it was, And it is, it really is, because that's what football was all about in the 70s. Um, and uh, you just see it, see it now, like, you know, can't even raise a song. Mm-hmm. Huh? Well, also, and, uh, and youngsters to me and Nick are people below 50 yeah. Yeah, that's right. Oh, we're, we're, we're sorry Mark uh, there's, um, there's a great comment coming on the, the show box and I've seen it a couple of times actually over the past couple of days uh, and it's uh, it's from John Smith um, and he's saying that when Sullivan and co were at the club we actually didn't realise at the time how good we had no. it we didn't. Did, and did we there were yeah, well, lots did, of people. Happy, they had to go. They were not putting anything into the club and stuff like that. But actually, what 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 have we had to celebrate since then? Apart from the cup, we've we've seen nothing but lows. And I, for one, would say uh, actually, I'd have them back tomorrow. <laughs> I'd have them back tomorrow. But as as somebody somebody else has wants an opinion here, Paula Thompson, Sullivan Gold sold us down the river to Young. If somebody offered you twice the value of your house, exactly. Yeah, money talks. Money talks. It's yeah. you know they're businessmen. They, they offered well, crazy that's it. money. It's, it's, that's right. Everything's for sale in business. Yeah, yeah they offered crazy, crazy. And money. somebody, somebody, Tony, I'll take you back to this. Uh, just mentioned uh, again, going back to the FA Cup final. Um, Let's see if I can find it. But no, I can't, I can't see it, matey, but it was okay. reenacting that game in the back garden after the final whistle. <laughs> you'd reenact that game. You'd do it over and over and over again. And then, um, you know, we'd be at school and, and half the school would support one team, the other half would support the other. And there'd just be a battle in the playground. It was mayhem. It was absolutely yeah. brilliant. Mm. <laughs> Kicking well, the out of each other. We used to have to <clears throat> relive it all up against the brick wall because there weren't... We did, I'll never see a tree till I come up here. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah it's you know, Michael, Michael Woods that picked that up. Thanks, Michael, for that. Yeah, brilliant. But, brilliant but, you know, I just, I, I look back and it was just concrete, but you did. You put a couple of jumpers down on the floor and that was yep. your goal, wasn't it? Right. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and uh, yeah. and that was how it was. The facilities are better now. They you know them than ever back in the day, but that was the game, the game that everybody watched every year, and. I can reel them off from the mid-50s through till about 1970. But if someone mm. said to me who won the cup three years ago, I wouldn't have a clue. I ain't, I ain't, no, I ain't got a clue. Yeah. I haven't yeah. got a clue. But you just remember it and you remember the names of the goal scorers, didn't you, know, you and everything as a kid. Going, so. going back, would it be late, late 70s when Coventry City won the You know, I that, that was that that was the mm. magic of it, wasn't it? Absolute magic of the FA Cup final was that one day. And the guy... In his white uniform, on that scaffolding, in the centre circle, winding the yeah. two set supporters up, and it was all done in fun and banter. And I can tell you something else as well, right? When the lap of honour was done after the game, both sets of supporters stopped to honour both both teams, the teams, yeah. right? Yeah, both the teams. You look at it now. When we played Arsenal, four minutes later, that round was half empty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. No, it's uh, it was it was an event. It was a bit like the Grand National, that sort of thing. It used to be, or anything like that. A big, yeah, big, yeah. big day. So, yeah, you know. Yeah, Muhammad Ali fighting. Yeah, you it, know, there were memorable moments. It's um, it's, it's a little bit different now. Money has killed it a little bit. It, it's, it's like all this. The yeah. amount of games now you play it to a World Cup to qualify, mm. you know, why do they have all these? They have all these qualifying games for countries. No, after half of us have never heard of some of them, mm-hmm. and uh, they're not going to get in the the block. And, and so it works out that they have about five, six lots of groups where you know the ones that are going to qualify out of the groups virtually, don't you? Every year, mm-hmm. and it's just because it's money, money, we all of saturated. it. Saturated, aren't we, Tony? We just saturated with football as much as we love it. We just well, yeah. Mm, mm. And another great memory: John Smith. Our pints of players interviewed after the game. Happy days, whole family watched. <laughs> yeah, <It's just> superb, <laughs> superb, mate, absolutely superb. Um, I think we have to say um, uh, well done to our uh, sponsors as well. I think uh, Craig, but they, I think they helped out our disabled group. They did indeed. Well. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Board Sports, big big shout out and uh, and thank you for the support, especially to our Excessive Blues uh, counterparts who who they actually supported when couldn't get tickets uh, all together at the ground, so actually donated the box for them for the game, um, which is absolutely brilliant. Um, and also they had uh, sponsoring corporates as well for Sunday's game, so. Disappointment Saturday and uh, jubilation on Sunday. So uh, yeah. thank you to those guys. Test- testament, isn't it, though? You know, we've got half the ground shot. We can't even accommodate our disabled supporters in one area. It's, it's crazy. It's uh, crazy. Absolutely crazy. Some of my night up there. And, and talking of the, the ladies, um, shout out to, to Darren uh, and his backroom staff with uh, Marcus Bignett. What a result for the ladies on Sunday. Um didn't catch all the game, saw the second half, mm. and they were absolutely brilliant. They, My comment afterwards, they showed the passion and pride that we want the men to do, but it's great to see them, actually, just after that break, a totally different team. And, it was a um, shock as well, wasn't it? Huge shock. Yeah, what, was it? what was the odds? 50-1, 50 50 50 to 1, the odds <laughs> for, for Birmingham to win that game um, before kick-off. So absolutely brilliant the, that they did it. And uh, we, we took on board everybody's feedback as well. Um, if you haven't seen the note, we are looking to uh, incorporate the ladies' game a little bit more into the show. So watch out for some uh, some further details, yeah. maybe some guest appearances from the team as well. Yeah, 
Mm. Uh, Comment here from Mr. Hipkiss, who's uh, now finished his game of football. <laughs> 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 Said it before, and it's sad that a team would rather finish fourth in the Premier League than win the FA Cup. The winners of the FA Cup and the league could, should qualify for the Champions League automatically. You're more of a champion than finishing third or fourth. Absolutely couldn't agree with you. And uh, we've just been reminded that it was impact for Sunday's game as well as World Sports, yeah? Impact. So we've got to give a shout out to them guys as well. Yeah. yeah, uh, but what a nice gesture! What a nice gesture! Fantastic, mm. fantastic gesture. So mm. let's get let's get back. I know we're going to do. I know we're going to get do a program on this, but what what would you like to see done, Nick? Me? Yeah. Uh, Una's gone. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, you know, it's just making me too sad and angry to think about it. It really is, Chris. Owner's gone, obviously. Um, somebody in who cares. Yeah. Um, we thought we had it a couple of years ago. You know, we've got uh, Dave and Claire working side by side, and there was things, you know, happening, and That's information right, yeah, was yeah, information yeah. was coming out. And but it was nice stuff. It was all about you know helping the community, and it, it's just all gone dead and stale. Yeah. And don't ever Birmingham City get rid of pucker pies again. Never, ever get rid of my pucker pies. Never. I'm telling you. <laughs> and I can remember we all got excited when uh, when, when uh, Ernst and Young uh, found us a uh, a buyer. Yep. Mm. <laughs> it's. Uh, I think I think one thing I think one thing that would be wrong would be just my personal opinion would be to uh, boycott. I don't think that serve any purpose. That's my right. you, you can forget your bed sheets, right? Don't know, I might be having a sale at the minute, but they've all been snapped up by somebody else up the road, all right? So you can forget oh. bed sheets at St Andrews <laughs> because that, for me, crying out bed sheets at St Andrews, my God. Yeah, please don't. What can we do as fans? I'll tell you what we can do as fans. We can do what Craig's doing in the background at the minute and what this show is hoping to bring together a group of people who will voice their opinions on everybody else's behalf, but then mm-hmm. you, again, have got that opportunity to join in with us and voice your opinion too. Oh, and believe me, believe me, Birmingham City Football Club see the comments on the shout box and they watch the show. We know that. Oh, they do, yeah. yeah, yeah. Can, I, can I also reiterate that you will be you will be asking questions to people who will know the answers or they will, well, or mm. and they will know more than what we do. I think in terms of the club, we need, we've lost that blue drive, both internally and the fans are are losing it as well. We need to, you you know, you you look at the people that were there inside the club that are no longer with us and they were with us through thick and thin. They were Blues fans. They knew what made not just the club (coughs) tick, but us as fans. We haven't got that there now and we need that. We need that back, you know. The Davo is is still there, but doesn't get as as involved as what he yeah. did before. Um, we had Julia, who was in the background doing all of the fantastic work with the financials, and we lost Julia. Mm-hmm. We had Colin Tatum, you know. All of these people were blues through and through. Yeah. Without that, I, the inside of the club can't can't thrive. We need that back. So people coming in through the door, great. We might get some new owners, but. Also, listen to the fans. See what the fans want and help us rebuild the fantastic club that we have had in the past and we want back. This has been the problem, hasn't it? Um, Talk to us. uh, Talk to us. This has been the problem. 
the fans haven't been listened to at all. No. And I think when the fans were listened to, when Dave and Claire and the, and, the, and the mothers that you mentioned, Craig, were there, um, perhaps the ownership didn't like it. And don't get me wrong, I think things are are being tried. The fantastic gesture at the weekend and the ongoing support with with young Arthur and the Arthur's game uh, this time is brilliant, and that shows the family side of it. That's just a small part of it, though. We need everything else to to develop around it. Nicky Wright, listen to us. Listen to the fans, because I tell you what. My time's coming to an end, you know what I mean? I'm 60 years old now, um, oh, yeah. and, and it's all about the youngsters. So we've just lost two years, two years of new youngsters coming into our football club through COVID, yeah. right? And have they gone off and played chess, or, or are they interested in something else? Have we lost them forever? You know, what can we do to get them back? What can we do as fans mm. to get them back? Um, you know, there are other things you can do. Clean the filthy, stinking mess up outside for a starter. Or get on to the council to get it done. I've ranted on that one God knows how many times, but it's still the same. Um, and um, I do I do like this one from Paul Lipkiss. He says, uh, we're the equivalent to running a fish and chip shop with no potatoes. <laughs> like a pub with no beer. <laughs> yeah. That was a song that was, uh, Mark. Would you believe it? A pub with no beer. Um, so, Tony, you can see our frustrations as fans, yeah. And I know you're, you've, you've been involved with the club pretty much most of your life, really. Um, how does it make you feel what you're watching again all over? Well, as I say, I, I, I appreciate where you're coming from and I do understand it, but how the people feel because. There's nothing quite like uh, being successful. That helps and amazing because the more successful you are, the more people are going to come and see you. But it, it it has dragged on a bit now. From you know over the we're, we're at 2022 now. It seems like yesterday was 2000. Yeah, and and n- not too much has really happened. We had the we had the, the, the we've had a few little halcyon weeks. You know when it's come in, but. It's not really been ongoing, you know, and uh, and we've been up and down. We have got back and we've gone slipped back down, but you know we're we're at a time now where it's probably the lowest for years, you know, like where we are in the league and and how we're playing as well. That's the main issue mm. of it all. But <clears throat> at the moment, we just need a few few new faces I suppose but it's easier said than done I appreciate that it's, it must be so difficult um, for the man in charge you know yeah. makes my heart bleed I'll be honest with yeah you. it must be it must be difficult because mm. you know he's quite limited really isn't he you know mm. it's not like you've got like he's the Guardiola's he can pick two teams that could hold their own in the, in the division you know mm. let alone just one but you know, it's, I feel a bit sad for them, really, and uh, and yeah. the crowd deserve more because they're what you really call hardcore supporters, yeah. and they're not, you know, and it's 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 getting a little bit smaller each each season mm-hmm. that goes by mm-hmm. without some sort of success. Even if push up the table a bit, that that'll only go one way. Yeah. Well, they come they're coming in now. They're coming in now like a mouse with like a mouse trap with no cheese. Yeah. No, we have had our chips. <laughs> no, Tony, have you done your one to eleven? I'm not sure whether we sorted that out with you. Uh, well, there was too uh, there was too many actually to name. 
All right, okay. We'll skip that one there. Even Guardiola ain't got that many players available. <laughs> that are, but one, two, More than Barry Fry. <laughs> yeah. More Actually, than Barry. Yeah. No, Tony, did you ever fancy management? Uh, no, it never came about really. I used to coach, but even died of death really. Uh, I couldn't. I, I actually got offered the job at Blues. No, no, no. I'm going back when I come back from the States. I got got in touch with Kevin Broder, see if anything's going. And the manager at the time was an ex, you know who manager. Yeah. Who came to the Blues? Have you been educated tonight, mate? Yeah, I've been. Edu- yeah, I've got there now. Suddenly, it's, I've realised now. I've got to be careful. He's just won his cup of tea back. But just, to in, just, just to put it in perspective, when I say X, like you know who manager, he actually said, "Well, Kevin and and Ian speak highly of you, and um, we're going away for a couple of days on tour." He said, um, "Can you, if we sort something out when you come back, we do need someone to look after and set up the reserve system." I went, "Yeah, great." And then the while they were away, his, his ex-captain, whose name I think was Ian Ross, flew back from Dubai and he gave him the job. And that was it. I, it was a, you know, I'd, I'd been off the merry-go-round for five years, but I'd, I'd end up coaching as well out in the States. So when I came back, <clears throat> it kind of went out the window. And I had a friend who was in, who works out his business in the market and I ended up working for him. So I never know. But no, as a manager, maybe not nowadays. It's I know you can't fail if you if you if you're a failure, they'll pay you off. So you can't really fail. Mm. But you want to you want to win, don't you? Really, that's it in a nutshell. That's all we want. Yeah, it's about yeah. winning, really. It's that's, all we want. You know, when we turn line. up freezing cold on a Tuesday night in February, mate, and it's peeing down the rain, all we yeah. want is or we won't. Even if we don't get the win, but like somebody said earlier, even if we get that performance. Yeah? yeah, that heart, yeah. that desire, that spirit, and there is none of it left at the moment. Zero, not not an ounce of it. No, no, no. Uh, or am I being too harsh? No, no, I don't think you are. I think you know you you know the you you know the players who, or you you know them, the ones that will give it give their all. And if it's, if it's not good enough, so be it. But you know, it's nothing worse than if you. If it's a lacklustre, mm-hmm. and you you know you don't want to think it's a bit lacklustre. No one seems you know you don't want to see him run through a brick wall for you, but you want to. It's a bit of passion, and I don't know. You, we're, we're we're old school. I'm in my seventies, so a bit old school. You know what I mean? Oh, same age as Nick. You know, so it's just it's ten just... years younger than Auntie Linda. Yeah, for sure. Cause you've got more me, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on, yeah. Just say something about this. Nick, you, 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 you said, when are we going to have some luck? Mm. Uh, I don't believe in luck myself, but... I know, I know. But I, I just look at this situation. We are two weeks away from the transfer deadline, mm-hmm. and we tell our captain and reserve centre-half, he can go, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> two weeks before the deadline. By the time the deadline comes, right, we've lost three centre-halves. <laughs> we've lost one that's gone out... Um, has gone back on loan. One's injured, um, and and obviously um, Harley Dean's not available. Now we mm. finish up during the match. We lose another centre half who gets sent off, mm-hmm. and 
we end up with a mid an eighteen year or seventeen and eighteen year old midfield player yeah, playing centre half. Yeah. Now, yeah. why was why was Harley Dean told then that he was on his bike? He could have been told once once we got through this Christmas period where we're going to need everybody we've got, right? He could have been told then, you know, when mm. when when we got replacements to come in, but he was sitting on his backside somewhere getting paid by us. And we get we get the stuff yeah. by Plymouth. That that that's not that's not bad luck. That's bad management. You know, mm. if, you, if you Strong work stuff. on the you know if it can happen, mm. it will happen. You know, we get rid of us uh, an experienced player, and we we end up with the kids on the kids on the field. Well, he could have he could have played he could have played this week, next week, or whatever till we got everybody fit back, no. and then said to him, right, thanks, mate. Yeah. Uh, and it would he could have gone where he wanted then, but he's, yeah. he's he's just not part of the club anymore, and we we got no centre halves. Do you think it's mm. cash? Do you think it's wages? I think that was the yeah. I mean, I, they want to replace his yeah. wages with with somebody cheaper. Understand yeah. that, but not not when you not when you got no players available, and it, it's it's. I mean, we finished up that match Saturday with six teenagers on the pitch, six teenagers, and I'm not talking about. 19 year olds I'm talking about 16 and 17 year olds that's that's poor management that is as, as much well, as we want to see the kids do well you know we, we they shouldn't be they shouldn't be the savior of the club they should be coming into a side that's functioning and, and so they can improve yeah now I'm getting the future a few other people do as well Michael Wood said he's a watto for chairman <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, I, I know what I'd do if I was. <laughs> go on, then. What? Go on, go on. Go on, then. What, go on, then. First thing I, I, you're, you you're, the chairman. Like that. you're the chairman now. From right. Now. First thing is, this Birmingham City uh, aura, that, you know, we're, we're, we're second class with this, that and the other, stops now. Right? We're the, we are the main team in this city. We have been... And we we're going to be again. That's be the first thing, yeah. uh, and we 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 we've got to lift this malaise. We've all talked about it. Everything's dying on its feet. We've got to stop that. Stop that. These two signings that we've made this week, for example, would have been quite exciting if they hadn't have been just filling holes. You know, the, the, the centre half apparently was brilliant mm -hmm. Saturday. Oh, we would have, you know, had had he played alongside Harley Dean because of the injuries, we'd have been saying, "Oh, we, we got we got somebody here," but he didn't. He had to play alongside two left backs and then a kid. So yeah. we and, and the midfield player that's come in, you know, yeah. wow, great! But we've got we, we've we've had we've had players suspend. Um, what's his name? Craig Gardner hasn't played yeah. for seven games. A because he was suspended for four, and then he was ill for two. You know, we can't we can't do that. We can't have that. So what's the answer then? Well, well you're, you're, you know, you're well, you're highlighting the problem. No, no, we have to solve the problem. We got we have to sell the club. We have to sell. When I say sell it, I mean make it attractive. Right. If if, yeah. if for forty million, you mm. could buy that club. Right. It was it was sold for eighty million. Ten years ago, and to sell it now for forty, you're thinking if I if I got the money, 
I'd buy that for 40 million and I'd make it worth 800 million in, inside five mm. years if I got the money. Let's find somebody who's got the money and sell them that idea. Mm. And take the club back to basics. Yeah. Fancy fancy football, we keep on saying it, is not I, the Birmingham I, way. I personally think that if, if somebody came along and offered half the money they paid out, I think they'd sell. I think yeah. they'd listen. I, yeah. yeah. I think you're right. I think I think I think a third. I think they'd sell. Yeah, I don't. I don't, th- I don't think they even know who the manager is. I don't think they know who we played and sat there. I don't even I know Alan Watley. No, they've got absolutely no idea. He's a them for crying out loud! Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but it's 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 got to change. It's it's got to change its image. It's 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 image in when we we got in the Premiership. It was. It was we we were the business, you know. We we were the top team. Uh, we had good players, international players. I, I sit and watch videos of of two thousand, and I, I can't. I t- it takes my breath away. It's another world, isn't it? Yeah. Didn't he? Oh, he played for us. Mario yeah. Melchett, world yeah, class yeah. player, playing right yeah. back for us. To Gary, to Gary, to Gary. Four cell. Yeah. You know. Probably one of the best f- forwards in in Europe at the time. What? With the greatest <laughs> respect to the, I, I'm not knocking any of the players, but they ain't in that. That, that a million no. dollars away. that. What is that, Tony? Tony was right. A... Well, I'm, yeah, sorry, Mr. Chairman. Can I interject? Yeah. Uh, Don Cavanaugh wants Blues fans to be res- uh, represented on the board. Well, that would be a wonderful yeah. idea. Brilliant. Chelsea do it. Chelsea oh, yeah, have introduced it. Yeah, and yeah. Yeah, Swansea, don't Yeah, Swansea as well. Swansea. Yeah, there's a few clubs. Yeah, yeah. Why not? It needs somebody to know what the fans want. We've all talked about, you know, we like players that get stuck in and give their all. And mm. somebody needs to tell the manager that, you know. Mm. It's no good buying a fa- fancy Dan who, who who don't put it in every week. you got to, you know, you got to buy somebody who's, you know, going to do the business and put himself on the line not think oh well you know I'll, I'll take the money and 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 run if you're going to pay him a lot he's got to do a lot for it okay now great comment just come in from uh, mark brooks why has lebo you ditched the 442 that got us out of trouble last season we are a 442 club we've always been a 442 club we don't do this tippy tappy football it didn't work with Zola. it didn't work with karanka why are we messing with a formation that we know works for our football club? Yeah, yeah, I couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree. Yeah. And it, it needs somebody in the manager's ear saying, you know, if you want to stay yeah. here any length of time, you play the you play. Well, I tell you what, Alan. I tell you what. You listen to the fans because you're the chairman. <laughs> Get yourself up there <laughs> and have a word. <laughs> I'd love to. I really would. Great comment from Paul. <laughs> All that matters to him. And I suppose that all of us is winning. Doesn't yeah. matter how we do it, oh, crikey, how yeah. we get there, yeah. we just want to win. Yeah, yeah. Can, I mean, if if if, if Al Qaeda came in for, uh, for and and bid for us and uh, and took us over and we started winning uh, all our games, Premiership and FA Cup and that like, would we care? Well, Al Qaeda, yeah, I think probably. <laughs> 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 no, I, I mean, I know, I, I know, I'm exaggerating, but. Would oh, we really care? <laughs> oh, <mate. laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll know. 
<laughs> I can al- can also say, not having the camera on me is brilliant because I can go to the toilet and nobody knows. We no, we've told them each time you've gone. Yeah, we we had the, we had the bucket for you. It's like that scene in Naked Gun when it's the left. Okay, in the last fifteen minutes we go. We're only about twelve, twelve and a half of them left now. Um, and I saw some comments uh, earlier. Little last people were having about a chip shop. So it's anything to do with the football and chip shop. Anything to do with football and chip shop, or what you purchase in a chip shop. Um, there you go. What about you go. Uh, Pit- Pitter Unlove. Oh, Pitter Red Unlove. <laughs> uh, can I can I just say uh, Graham uh, Haynes has just mentioned uh, he said hopefully the fanly review might come into force somewhere along the line uh, that could be a game changer from what we hear and we'll talk about that in um, hopefully in a week or so maybe a week and a half or so oh we've got Barry Fryer going back to your playing days what sort of memorabilia did you keep from Blues did you keep any shirts or anything like that uh, do you know I haven't got anything not just from Blues but for, from anything I've just given it all give off it away to kids <laughs> yeah it's just yeah it's I don't know I, I wish I had something now but I haven't oh don't right. I have tell a lie Stop, 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 stop. Somebody out there will have something with something on it to do with you, and I guarantee you, if not by the end of the show, then by tomorrow, somebody will have donated something to you, I promise you. That's what <laughs> Birmingham City fans are. Yeah, oh, tell me, yeah. Oh, that's right. right. So if anybody out there has anything, with the, uh, anything tone, I've got a plastic cast. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and a few stitches. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody out there that's got anything with uh, with uh, a little bit of memorabilia for Tony Wanton, please get in touch with uh, myself, Chris Brown, or any of the members of the team. Yeah. There you go. Sorry, Tony. Did you say you had something? Yeah, I did have. I did. I have got something. Sorry, I don't know if you remember the first game I played. It was for the third round, third place of the FA Cup, mm. and we played Stoke City at home, and they they were the two losing semi finalists. Blues had lost mm-hmm. to Leeds. That. Well-known semi-final, and then uh, Stoke had lost, and we played at, at St Andrews. Uh, whether it was a toss-up, I don't know where we played, but it was just over the one game, and it went to penalties. And Paul Cooper was a goalkeeper at the time, and Paul saved about three of the penalties, which he became renowned for actually saving penalties. And it was a a silver, you know, the the jug like this silver tankard. tankard. It was a tankard, yeah, written on it. Uh, third place FA Cup the, the year and blah, blah so I have got one yeah I've kept that one I oh, think right. the son's got it I think the son's got go. it yeah. we'll see if we can get you something else matey right so we've got Barry Fryer <laughs> we've got Nicky Chip Butty <laughs> Gary Vinegar <laughs> Gary <laughs> Vinegar that's a good one Gary Vinegar <laughs> Maradona Kebab Robbie and of God Part 2. <laughs> Mark Fish. Uh, set, set Batter. Set Batter. Set Batter. <laughs> oh, clever. Oh, oh, right. oh, somebody's still coming out of woodwork now, yeah. isn't it? Keep me David Batty Rokol, Paul Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Wan took your bum. Tony Curry and Chips. Uh, Gary Monkfish. <laughs> <laughs> Poor <Paul> Tato. 
Oh, Billy! I wasn't expecting this. Poor mushy beast leader. Yeah. And the next <laughs> next one's quite good as well. Savoy Velasquez. <laughs> 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 Tony, I tell you what, mate, you won't beat the humour of a Birmingham City fan. You know, just, no. no chance. You've got no, no chance. No, they're just brilliant, brilliant. They have, we no, have we've got very no, good, good ones here. Very good ones here. A few good one-liners here. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We've got, yeah. We've got no club. We've got no ground. We've got no, no cash. Yeah. We can still have a laugh. Oh dear. <laughs> Tony, Tony, still in touch with any of the old boys? Any of the yeah. Yeah. Still see Malcolm Page. Uh, on the show the other week. Well, they're all, they're all around here, aren't they? Uh, Gary, mm-hmm. Gary yeah, Pendry, yeah, yeah. so the son, Keith Burchin still stayed here. There's a there's so many players, uh, Phil Summerill, who, who stayed here. I, 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 what's the name? Um, Johnny Giles, who played at West Brom, he still lives at Arbonne. Oh, right, does he? Yeah. Yeah, and he stayed here. And, and the amount of players that stayed here, yeah. I mean, Joe Gallagher, obviously, Joe yeah, yeah, from yeah. Liverpoolian lad, great lad. Yeah. See Joe a few times, and Trevor, obviously. Yeah. And, uh, you know, lo- you know all the lads, really. It's such mm. a lovely place. Yeah, That's kind of kept in touch and see if seen him. Oh. Alan Campbell, Alan Campbell, obviously, yeah, Alan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, just, some more good ones coming in. Uh, Patrick Berger is a good Well, bought a chip and the Arnie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Catherine Berger, Robbie Savaloy, uh, get well soon. Lindsay, you've not been very well. And uh, Paul is asking any good pranks or funny stories from uh, your days at the Blues, Tony? Well, it was a few pranks, and the biggest uh, sufferer of it was Roger Hind. And Roger, you remember, was a big man. He stuck his chest out. Mm-hmm. Took but his teeth out and all, didn't he? Everything, you know, the lot came out. <laughs> and he was very physical. Uh, but I used to leg him over so many times. <clears throat> we went on a trip and Roger, God bless him, he's not with us now. Uh, it was like a cove area where you could dive off the side into the, the, the this bottom of this pond or lake, whatever it was. And the lake, uh, I suppose, about 2,000 foot deep. Like, we didn't know it at the time. And he kept diving in, Roger, holding his face, I can't go down to the bottom, I can't go down to the bottom. And he was coming up, so I got a big handful of the dirt off the side and I dived in the water and just held my breath for as long as I could, about a minute or whatever, and come up with a handful of mud in my hand. <laughs> and he went, you've never got... I said, yeah, it's not that far, Roger, do it easy. You, you probably, you, your breathing ain't too clever. You know, you've got to open your lungs up a bit and get some air in. And so you could re- literally wind him up, you know. And if you was having a race with him in a pool at a hotel, you'd say it's a race underwater, but you'd dive in and then get straight out, run down the length of the pool, creep in the water to let yourself in. And so when he come up from, like, underwater, you're already at the other end. But he never really <laughs> sussed it. God bless him. He was a lovely lad. <laughs> you could have killed him. No, well, I'd never, thought, never give it a thought, really. <laughs> no, 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 there used to be some, some tricks, obviously. Yeah, it was good, good fun, and a lot of one-liners. And um, and, and Freddie, who was manager at the time, uh, to be fair, he was uh, no old barred, and you knew where you stood. You couldn't argue with it. Mm-hmm. You know, you knew the rules, what we could and couldn't do. And um, 
I loved it. I loved it. You know, this is a gospel truth with players. I don't know what the players are saying now because they haven't got that sort to think about or worry about. They don't have... To, oh, they'll go their own way, I think. But but when you say to a player, do you miss playing and all that, they go, it ain't so much the game. I miss the crack. I miss the banter with the lads. And I miss... And it's, that's, that's the truth. Yeah. And that's, that's why when they're together, they do nothing but take the mickey out of each other. Okay, a couple more lines coming in. We've got Lee Scampy, uh, Gary <laughs> Haig, <laughs> Nick Chip, which I think we've had that one, Hannah Codd, Gary Rowett, uh, David Butter, Keith Gherkin. David, Gary Rowett. <laughs> <laughs> Keith Gherkin. Oh, oh. Noel Haig. <laughs> Noel Haig. <laughs> What's Pika Richards? Pika? Pika Richards? Pike, Pike, Pike. Oh, Pike. Pike. Yeah, okay, Pika Richards. Yeah, Pika should have got the book, you'd have had me out in on that one. <laughs> Peter Pucker Pie unloved. <laughs> oh, Just before we get to the end as well, um, yeah. I don't know everybody's thoughts, but by far the best referee we have had at St Andrews, in my opinion, was, was the lady, lady on Saturday. Yeah, 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 I think yeah, she did a yeah. fantastic <clears> job. Um, and some of the decisions she made are... Uh, they, they stood out. She she really did do well. And, uh, congratulations to her. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I tend to that, mate. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they, they put a bid in for that girl who scored the first goal, Blues. Mm. The men, I mean. The, the oh, done, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nigel says, uh, the owners of our club are doing what happened to Coventry City a few years ago. Mm -hmm. Acid stripping and eventually sell the ground. Unless yeah. fans drive these owners out and the writing is on the wall, heartbreaking thought. Right, watch these, watch these spaces for the next week, I'd say, the next, certainly the next few days anyway. Right, we're trying to pull something together which will be uh, quite startling and amazing if, uh, if uh, Craig can do the business. And as he is called Mr Fix, I'm sure he can and I'm sure he will. <laughs> yeah, it's um, one of things, actually. <laughs> uh, everybody's saying bang on, Craig. She was, uh, she was brilliant. Stephen Gill, uh, get well, Steve, as well. Uh, Jeff Curry-Sourcefield. Oh. <laughs> Darren Pukapai. Uh, sausage chips and Harley beans. Um, <laughs> 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 yeah, it goes. It goes on. Right, time and, to say goodbye, uh, Nick. It is, you know. So this has concluded yet another talk and talk show. Well, uh, the Monday's come and go so fast, and here we are into twenty twenty two. Eleven years ago, we never thought we'd still be sitting here thinking what the hell's going on this <laughs> week. <laughs> but we are. Oh dear! What an amazing oh. guest we've had on tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, it's fun. Mark Adams. Fun Mark Adams. Oh, I'm the one and only Mr. Craig Courtney. Keep up the good work, soldier. Evening, all. Thanks a lot. Uh, Mrs. Brown. And <laughs> uh, Mr. Watton. Hello, goodbye. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Good evening, all from the chair. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Good night, all. Keep right on to the end of the road. Keep your spirits up as much as you can. We're going to try and do everything we possibly can over this next week. But the last few words are down to you, the one and only Mr. Sorry I couldn't meet you, Tony Want. Well, I'd like to thank you all for listening and tuning in. And let's hope we will, well, we will get it right and sooner rather than later. But I know exactly, I promise you, how you feel. I really do. And I literally, Blues have, uh, that's the first result I look for every week now. And I'm paranoid like we all are. And, uh, and, and you, since having one of these phones, the only thing I know what to do with it is to press on the 
gizmo that tells you the results and as you're going along and it's the worst thing that happens because you're looking at it every five seconds yeah. uh, but that's it. it it's it will change you know as you say you've got to keep right on and that's I it just, I just hope it's in my lifetime Tony Tony Want ladies and gentlemen thanks for having us thank you for everything. And, you're uh, welcome cheers Tony being, but being absolutely the first name that I ever remember in football I mean that was good so thank you very much well, guys take care thanks <laughs> thank you Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.